0: Hello and welcome to Wisdom and Productivity, the podcast of Dr. Efraín Martínez. I am a principal in search of wisdom and I have found productivity to be a great tool for success. Today's title is The Parable of the Mexican Fisherman and the Eight Forms of Wealth. So I'm so nice to be here with you. Uh, this summer I have taken the time to take a break from everything relax spend time with the family uh, I will be beginning a new principalship uh, in a different and a new district so I have been getting some training and'm getting to know the people uh, so I'm very excited to begin anew um, I have interviewed several people in wisdom and productivity and I um, I have a couple of people scheduled. that are very exciting and I am, uh, very at peace with, um, my, my life, uh, and my things. And I thought that I will share with you some of the lessons I have learned, uh, over the summer. Um, when you, uh, when you're an educator and you have time off in the summer, um, during the school year, you're always going a million miles per hour. But You get to relax your mind and relax your life. And I have a couple of things to share with you. Uh, So let's dig into it. So let's begin with this parable, the Mexican fisherman. So the story goes like this. There is in a coastal town in Mexico, there is a fisherman fishing some fish and an American investor approaches him and inquires uh, how long this person has been fishing, and the person uh, says that they have been fishing just a little bit. They have uh, enough fish to feed himself and his family. And um, the fish, the American investor immediately says, "Hmm, and what do you do uh, after you fish? You should fish more." And the fisherman says that, uh, like he said, he has enough to feed himself and the family. And he gets to spend time playing with his kids, take a siesta with his wife, Maria. And then in the evening, he gets to go out with uh, his buddies, drink some wine, play some guitar, enjoy life. And the American investor is like, nah, 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 nah. Uh, I can show you how to fish more, how to get more uh, more action into the work and maybe when you fish more, you can buy a bigger boat. And when you buy a bigger boat, you can make more money and you can make millions. And the Mexican fisherman looks at him and says, hmm, and how long would that take? And he says 15 to 20 years of working hard. And then you can be like make a company, make more money, and then you sell out the company. And he's like, hmm. And what will happen next? And the American uh, investor says, that is the best part. After those 15, 20 years, maybe more, you can sell your company and you can retire and you can live in a coastal town. And then you can spend more time with your children. You can be with your wife, Maria, and take all the siestas that you want. And at night, you can also go out with your friends and play the guitar and drink some wine. So, what is the lesson here? Um, don't go out looking for gold when the gold is right here, there where you are. Often, we live our lives as if we are missing something, as if we need more, because this is how our society has instructed us that we have to be more. We have to have that Tesla. We have to have the most expensive bills. We have to work extra hard, and yet we get to ignore what is present, what is in front of us, and often we get to regret that. There's a quote by Thomas Campbell that says, to live in hearts we leave behind is not to die. And often we read and we see and we hear about people who are in their deathbed and they are not with their loved ones because their loved ones have not felt the love from them. Because they have invested so much of their time and valuable moments working, working, working and ignoring what was in in front of them. So uh, I want to make sure viewers and listeners of the show, that you realize that there are many more forms of wealth other than finances. I am not saying that finances are not important. Of course they are, right? You have to ensure that you make a living of yourself and you um, budget appropriately and perhaps you can invest. But making money is not the only form of wealth. In fact, let me show you uh, Robin Sharma's eight forms of wealth and let's go dig in uh, with all of them. So we are on the on the same page. So uh, let me see if I can put here very nicely. There you go. Eight forms of wealth. OK, so let's start with number one. The number one uh, uh, self-form of wealth, according to Robin Sharma, is self-mastery, right? Like Socrates says, know thyself. So the first thing you need to focus is, are you a master of your own emotions? Are you a master of your own behaviors and the things that you do? Uh, Do you have control of what you do? Uh, Have you uh, been improving yourself at least one percent better every day or are you just ignoring that are you just just living life and taking everything that is given to you or are you for example uh, ensuring that everything that you do you do a little bit better every day that self-mastery goes not only at home with your family and loved ones with yourself but also with the people that you get to work with, the people that you get to serve. Are you being the best version of who you can be? That is the number one form of wealth. Number two, super connected, health. Are you doing everything possible to ensure you have the best health that you can have? Are you uh, being aware of what you are eating, of what you are drinking? Are you aware of the amount of sleep you're taking? Are you exercising? Are you walking? Are you trying to get the best products possible to consume, uh, to put in your temple, in your, in your body? Are you going to the doctor? Are you going to the dentist? Are you doing what you can do to ensure you have the best health possible? Uh, in his book on longevity, Peter Attia says that medicine, uh, the field of medicine often feels like uh, he's having, he's telling us about a dream he's having. There's all these eggs being thrown in the air and the medic, therefore us as human beings are trying to catch as many eggs as we can in order to safeguard our own health. But it doesn't have to be like that. It can be a way that we can be conscious of what we are doing to ensure that we have the health, the best health possible. It doesn't matter how much money you can have, but if you have a toothache, you're gonna be miserable. So please keep in mind that health is a form of wealth. Number three, family, whatever that means to you. But this is so important. Because no matter how successful you can be, if you are disregarding your family, the time that you are with them, if you are not being present, let me tell you, time flies by. It doesn't matter, it doesn't discriminate. Time continues and you want to ensure that you don't miss the important moments. But don't worry because maybe you're thinking, oh my goodness, I have failed to do A, Y, and C. Well, tomorrow is always an, or today, is always an opportunity to do better. Make an effort, ensure that your family can feel that you are doing the best that you can to ensure that they have a better life, a better moment, a better second. It is so important that you focus on your family, because those are going to be the loved ones surrounding you in, your, in that deathbed. And remember, your body might die, but the memory is going to be instilled and alive in the minds of those that you're leaving behind. Because we don't really ever die. It's just our bodies. So how do you want to be remembering those that's going to determine how happy and how wealthy you're going to be in your life. Number four, your craft. Okay? If you are a person who's serving in a restaurant, a person who is a surgeon, a person who is teaching, a person who is cleaning, a person that is inputting uh, data, Make sure that you do the best, that you have the best quality of what you do. Think about it. Like whatever you are doing is going to be an accumulation of experiences that are going to determine the quality of life that you're going to get. So for if you start with a job that you don't like doing and you are um, uh, waiting to get the job that you really want to do, know that the 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 quality of work that you do in that job that you don't want to to do is going to determine the life experiences you're going to acquire in order when you get the job that you want it's going to determine the quality of the product you produce let me give you an example when i graduated from uh university um i was lost i couldn't find a job uh i didn't have direction and i landed a position in a university hospital uh inputting data i was a database coordinator and let me tell you how much i disliked that job i was miserable i knew i was not meant to be there but you know i never had a mentor never ever told me or i never thought about that what i do there is going to be part of my life experience and it's going to help me in the future even if i can understand it in that moment so if i could go back i will have ensured that the quality of work that i will do and the interest and my presence was the utmost to the utmost best i could do because that will have determined how well i was going to do in the future one thing I remember at that work is that uh, while serving sandwiches and coffee during the professional development of medical doctors, I got to see how much esteem, uh, how they treated each other, how they respected each other's uh, expertise, how they discussed what, what was being learned, how much they pay attention, how, how they took notes. And I took with me those experiences to my career as an educator and as a school principal so if i could go back uh, in time i would have taken more attention and served those sandwiches and coffee the best way i could serve it well have relationships with those people even though i was just the database coordinator it was not just i was just playing a position the position of a starting point You start somewhere, you don't start at the top, you start at the very bottom, and you should take those experiences, even if it is in the McDonald's drive-thru, and do it with the best care that you can, because people are gonna notice, and your experiences are gonna take you wherever you want to go, if you pay attention to your craft. Number five, prosperity, okay? This can mean so many things. For me, it means that just like I was a database coordinator, uh, by focusing on my craft, I will have been able to uh, be promoted or get to different places or open different doors to ensure that I could be in prosperity for myself and my family and my loved ones. So, you see how all these things are connected? one thing takes to the other and thinking about how can i get to prosper in life is by ensuring that you are paying close attention and you take at least one step every day to make it make what you do 1% better every interaction every serving of your meal every enjoyment of what you eat and being aware and grateful of what you have number Six, circle of genius. What does this mean? You know, at the end of the day, you are a combination of the people that you hang out around. So try to ensure that uh, you have friends and you have acquaintances and you familiarize yourself with people that are better than you. If you are in a group where you are the utmost expert and you are the absolute best, You need to find new friends because people that can challenge your thinking are going to make you a better human being. So be around geniuses and geniuses come in all shapes and sizes. I'm not talking about degrees or experiences. I'm talking about people that can do something absolutely better than anyone. Think about a position in a game. Let's say soccer, right? You have someone who might not be messy or Ronaldo who work at the front and score the goals. But you also need people that are defense or are the goalkeeper or the midfielders passing the ball. You need them to be the utmost quality. You need them to be the best or in basketball. You don't have five Michael Jordans in the team. You have one, but you also have your Scottie Pippen and you have your Dennis Rodman. And you had your Carbara and Kukov and, and Paxson. You have all, everybody has to play their position to the utmost expertise. So you need to familiarize yourself with those geniuses, those people that are the experts in their field. Because even if they are not in your own field, they inform what you do and they make you a better human being, a better professional. Number seven adventure okay go out there and explore the world maybe you cannot afford going on trips that is okay you know what in the city that you live there must be awesome stuff that you can do and explore bring your uh, more awareness to your brain about the beauty of life about the discovery adventure can be doing something that you don't do. It can be cleaning your home and putting it spotless and bringing that sense of newness of, of, of what you already own. Make sure that you ignore uh, the, the the habit that we have to just go to sleep, wake up, go to work, I'm here, I go home, I go to sleep, go to work, I'm here like you have to ensure that you bring adventure to your life and that will ensure that your brain opens up and sees new things and feels new things and that is going to bring you a sense of happiness that is going to be conducive if you go back to that cycle to ensure that each step of your circle of life gets better and ensures that... um, You can have the quality of life and wealth that you want. And finally, number eight, impact, right? What is the significance of what you do determines the type of wealth that you're going to have. So if you are the defense player, you have to be the best defensive player in the world. If you are cleaning a washroom, make sure that washroom is spotless because when people go to use it, they are going to appreciate it. If you are serving others make sure you serve them with the uh, utmost dignity and respect because you're going to live in the memory of those people and for me uh this sense of impact is important because all my life i wanted to be a writer and write a book of my life and write the the stories that happened to me and what i wanted to ensure that happened at the end of my life But then I realized that the book I thought I wanted to write is really the book I wanted to live. And that's what I wanted to be, the impact in my life. Instead of thinking of how I'm going to put this in pages and write a story and connect it, I'm going to, I have decided that I'm going to do that with my life. I have decided that I want to be the best father possible. I want to be attentive. I want to ensure that I'm focused in my children, that I can provide them the things that they need, perhaps not the ones, the things that they want, but the things that they need to be aware of how the world works and how they can use uh, concepts of life as a chess game to ensure they do the best moves to get the best outcomes while serving the world to be a better place. Focus, uh, instead of writing about how an ideal uh, husband and, and, and partner can be, what if I can be that, be present, be honest, be uh, sincere uh, and love with all my mighty heart every moment of my life. What if I can be the best principal, not just write about it, not just podcast about it, but make sure that every step that I take is well thought about thinking of what is the best way I can serve teachers and the staff. So in turn, they can serve their students and therefore help students get to be the best versions of themselves. And what if I can be a great podcaster? What if I can just ignore these rules? I had to be editing videos and checking the stats on how many people are seeing it and seeing the podcast as a reflection of uh, what are my exactly what I'm doing here, what I'm thinking about, how is this uh, being processed in my brain, and how I'm using the products of what is being learned to have a better quality of life. And that have had that circle of the eight forms of wealth always imprinted in my life to have a better quality of the moment. And that is making me the wealthiest person in the world. Tell me your thoughts. What are you thinking about? How can you adapt this concept of the eight forms of wealth? And remember about the lexicon fishermen. sometimes we have the best quality of life but we have a feeling that we are not good enough that we need to have more that we need to acquire more when in fact we already often we already have what we need to be as wealthy as we can thank you so much for taking your time of being here with me and on wisdom and productivity it is a true pleasure to um share this with you uh to interview uh luminaries who can tell about their process of thinking how they have been influenced and what happens behind the stage um so you know that we're all the same um it's just some of us have decided that uh we can be better and i hope that you decide that too thank you so much have a fantastic weekend take care Peace and calm. Thank you for listening to Wisdom and Productivity, the podcast of Dr. Eparin Martinez. Chulu. And the the production, Chulo Out!